Hey, this is Adam Penapinto. I'm the pastor here at Hope Covenant Church, and I'm so glad that you're joining with us today. Whether this is your first time listening or you're a part of our Hope Covenant Church family, we would love to connect with you via social media on all social media outlets or on our website, hopecovenant.cc. I hope this word encourages, inspires, and challenges you in your daily walk with God as we dig deeper into his word. Let's jump right into today's message. Do you want to welcome those of you that are watching online or perhaps you're listening on our podcast? Hope Covenant, would you put your hands together for our online viewers and listeners? Good to have you here. If you're ever in Charlotte, stop by. We'll make you feel welcome here at Hope Covenant Church. I do want to welcome the Holy Spirit, and I want to ask you if you would to stand to your feet this morning. I believe that there's a word that God wants to speak to us. I've said this before, that you can get a prophetic word from someone, and you have to test that. That's what Scripture says, test those words. And uh, But when you turn to the Word of God, we don't have to test anything in there. We know it's truth. And so we're going to look to the Word of God. We're going to hear from God, and uh, I want to just welcome Holy Spirit to speak to us as we do part one of what I believe is a two or three week series called Hearing from God, ironically, as we're talking about this. And so Holy Spirit, we welcome you and we open our ears and we open our hearts and we ask you to speak to us. We don't want to leave the same. We want to leave different. We want to leave challenged and provoked and encouraged and having heard from you and knowing that we unashamedly, we, we encountered you like we've never encountered you before. And we thank you for that. In the mighty name of Jesus, if you receive that, would you shout amen. You can be seated. So part one of a series I'm launching today called Hearing from God. Uh, You might wonder, why would I do this on Father's Day? Well, I want to say this to every dad and every future dad in the room. If you're not a dad, um, you probably will be one day. And uh, I want to say this, that we need more men of God that hear from God to direct and navigate the trajectory of our households. We need strong men of God. We have a deficiency in this area, in our nation and in the world right now. We've got a lack of fathers. And, you know, hearing from God changes everything. I've said it before that I can speak to you for 70 years and, 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 and equip you with the word of God, and that's good. You could hear it, but just seven seconds of encountering God would do, will do what I can't do in 70 years. It's amazing what happens when you audibly or through the word, there's different ways that we can hear from God, and we're going to discuss those, but it's amazing what happens when we hear his voice. And many times our prayer life looks like, okay, Jesus, I have this need. Okay, Lord, you know, good morning. We can say good morning, Holy Spirit. It's good to, good to talk to you. Uh, it's good to speak to God. That's, that's one part of prayer. We don't a lot of times, though, just take a minute to just pause in his presence to listen. In a relationship, I've learned this through 20 years of being married to Liz, that it goes a lot further with her when I listen to her than necessarily when I have the answer for everything or a request for something. But when she hears, when, when she, when she, when she sits there and she sees me and hears me listening, I say, hears me listening because you can actually hear someone when they're like, okay, I'm not saying something. I'm, I'm, I'm totally locked into you right now. It, It goes really far with her. Well, the same is true with God. And we're going to look at scripture to make it legal so you know this isn't just an opinion, but this is a fact. 
But I, I, I want to say this to you. If you're not in the regular practice, and even if you are in the regular practice of hearing from God, that God is talking to you. God is talking to me. He's talking to every one of us. The issue is not, is God talking or is he speaking? It's really, are we tuning in? Are we putting an effort, listening to God as a verb, as an action? And I could tell you that there's amazing peace that comes when you, when you just tune in and you listen to the Lord. There's amazing things that happen to your spirit when you just take time to hear from God. Liz and I, we, we recently purchased a piano and we, we put the piano in our living room and we'll go there and we'll worship. And we've, we've had these times where we're just playing these melodies to the Lord and not singing anything, but just listening to his voice. And it has changed the atmosphere. Hearing from God will change the atmosphere over your life, over your household, over your job. It's amazing what happens when you hear from God. This is so key. We need to not only be talking, but we need to be listening. And so I want to look at a a few verses, and I want to say this. When you increase your expectancy, when you increase your expectancy, you increase your ability to hear from God. So I wanted, that's why I was encouraging you today to increase your expectancy. Like God is here. When you increase that, you increase your ability to hear from him because he loves, he, he rewards those that seek him with diligence. So the first scripture I want to go to is Isaiah 30 verse 21. And I love this verse because this is not like an opinion. This is a fact. And it says it right here. Your own ears, this is out of the New Living, Isaiah 30, 21. Your own ears will hear him. Right behind you, a voice will say, this is the way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. So what we're learning there is that we can all hear from God. Your own ears will hear him. Okay? Not might, they will. It's a fact. It's a statement right there. And right behind you is a voice that helps you navigate which way to go. So I want to encourage you when you enter into the presence of the Lord, good morning, Holy Spirit, that's good, addressing the Lord, take time to listen to him every day as a part of your devotional time, because that's where your direction will come from. Jeremiah 33, verse 3, this is out of the ESV, call to me and I will not might, I will answer you and will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. I love this about the Lord. No matter how long you've been walking with the Lord and no matter how much you think you know, there's great and hidden things in his presence that you've not seen before. No matter how mature you are in the Lord, there is there is, a, there is a, something about the Lord that there's just, there's more and more and more. And just when you think you've seen it all, you, are, you learn that, that our, my little pea brain mind can't catch even a glimpse of what he's got for me. Literally. And I say that not in a condescending way, but our brains are so small in comparison to the awe and wonder of God. How much there is there. So when you press in, there's hidden things that he unlocks and they're good and they're wonderful because God's good and he's wonderful. Psalms 29 verses three to four, the voice of the Lord is over the waters. 
the glory, the God of glory thunders, the Lord thunders over mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. I love that. The cracking sound of thunder. We just heard that the other night. We've been having a lot of thunderstorms here in Charlotte. And it's amazing the echo and the crack and the power of a thunder. And it's comparing the voice of the Lord saying like, like that, there's power. It's amazing, the cracking voice of the Lord. When that happens, that power, it's amazing what happens when you have that revelation, that aha moment in the presence of the Lord where you go, oh my goodness, scripture comes alive. That's the voice of the Lord. You can, and sometimes the Lord will audibly speak and you'll go, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit, I like that. Uh, or maybe you'll go, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. That hurt. Because <laughs> you know, how many of you know, if the voice of the Lord does, if you're not hearing the voice of the Lord sometimes offend your will, you're probably not hearing God. If all you hear is what you want to hear, I question whether you hear the Lord. Because there's times where he corrects. Now, he does it in love, but he does correct us. And thank God for that, because there's times I'm going right here, and he goes, no, you're going left. I need you to go right. You guys are seeing opposite, but whatever. I really do have my left and right in order. Psalms 85, verse 8. I will listen to what God says. This is David. I will listen to what God the Lord says. He promises peace to his people, his faithful servants, but let them not turn to folly. I want to pause here. Because we love this sort of a pudding message in the American church. Oh, just live your way. You know, you do your thing. You live your truth. Which, by the way, there's no such thing as your truth. There's the only truth that'll set you free. It's right here. This whole your truth stuff, it's nonsense. Nonsense. There's only one truth, and it's the word of God. Which is why you need to hear the truth. You need to hear his voice. He is truth. God is truth. But it links it right there. I love that. But let them not turn to folly. What is that? We need to make sure who can ascend the hill of the Lord, who can hear from him, him and her with clean hands and a pure heart. Now, that's not to say that somebody that's walking in sin cannot hear from God. But man, when you yeah, I want to read this verse to you one more time. I will listen to what God says. He promises peace that comes when I live upright. So important. Straight out of scripture, you can't argue with it. Psalms 119, verse 105. I love this. There's an old song that we used to sing that was just like this. Your word is a lamp unto my feet. So in other words, so that I don't trip up, so that I don't mess up. Your word keeps me on track. When I hear from you, it keeps me on track. I know where to go. I know where to navigate. It lights up the path so I know where to go. Jesus said this in Mark 4, verse 24. Then he added, pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, Jesus is saying, the more you listen, the closer you listen, the more you understand that, the more your understanding rather will be given and you will receive even more. There's a blessing that's unlocked when you listen to the Lord. There's understanding that's unlocked. There's revelation that's unlocked when you listen to the Lord and it will happen. Raise your expectation, we read. Raise it. I want to read that out of the ESV. And he said to them, pay attention to what you hear. The measure you use it, the measure you use your ears and listen to the Lord, is it will be measured to you, and still more will be added to you. Jesus said in John 8, 47. Is okay? I'm giving you a lot of scripture today. John 8, 47. Whoever is of God hears the word of God. 
right there. I can mic drop. We could all go grab Father's Day lunch right there. Whoever is of God, meaning whoever really applies themselves to his lordship, hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. Man, that's a check. And by the way, I'm not pointing my finger at anybody. I'm doing this this morning. Because there's moments where I've, I've, dec- I've gone, I'm going through a dry season. And I know in the back of my mind, and sometimes I don't even know until I apply myself to listening from God, to God, rather, that there's something in my life that's blocking me. And that could be bitterness. It could be unforgiveness. It could be some sort of sin that's, uh, that's the Lord's like, no, I need you to get this straight, baby. I love you, but you need to get this straight. Something that I've done that's offended him. Did you know that we can offend God? Yeah. Now, he sent his son. He still loves you. You're not going to jack up his love for you. But, man, it does make it hard. It, it creates a blockage. I can tell you that when I talk to Liz and I've offended her, there's a different response. Right? We need to make sure we're not offending Holy Spirit. And I want you to even write that down in your notes. Where am I offending the Holy Spirit? Maybe you need to ask him and then listen. Holy Spirit, you know, that's one of my questions every day that I ask the Lord. I get into his presence and I go, Holy Spirit, show me where I'm offending you. He's been talking to me about my speech lately, using wisdom in the things that I say. He's been telling me to shut up a lot. And it's been really powerful. Many times there's more power in what you don't say than what you do say. And you learn that really quick because God has more important things to say to you than you have to say to him. It, it is spiritual. It, I mean, it is scriptural rather to, to go ahead and, and, and say, okay, Lord, this is, I'm going to make this request made known. That's a good thing to do. It's a good practice to have. But listen, Linda, listen. <laughs> John 5.30, I could do nothing on my own. Do you, and I want to say this. I want to pause right here. Do you know that you could actually ask the Lord to help you to gain the, 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 the stamina to actually get in there and quiet your soul? You can ask the Lord for that. Lord, I, don't, I have a hard time quieting down my soul. Can you help me be at peace in this moment so that I can hear you? I've asked him to help me, assist me in hearing from you. And when I don't hear from him, when I'm just quiet, I turn to his word and there it is. Instant voice of God. We have it in a book called the Bible. You can hear from God every day in it when you turn to it. And it never gets old. It never gets old. 530, I can do, John 530, I can do nothing on my own. As I hear, I judge and my judgment is just because I seek not my own will but the will of him who sent me. Now, I want to say this again. I, I want to go back to what I was saying before. When you hear the voice of God, I told you with the cross on Easter, you remember you've got his will, my will. And one of them outdoes the other. And he'll show you where your will might be blocking out what he wants. When you hear from him, many times he'll go, no, baby, I need you to lay that down. Yeah, the heart of a father is that I've got a really good plan. And if you would lay this down, you'll be surprised where, I, where I'm going to take you. If you would stop worrying about this, 
And trust me, I know you think you're not equipped. Aren't you grateful that God calls not the equipped, but that he equips the called? Aren't you grateful for that? That when you say, Lord, I can't do this, he goes, oh, perfect. I got you in the right spot. I love that. Lord, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, ha- I don't have it together. Oh, good. I'm glad you recognize that. I could work with that. He could work with you feeling broken. He could work with you feeling less than. What really blocks the voice of the Lord is a spirit of pride. That's right. wow. It got Satan kicked out of heaven. Yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine last night, and you know, you've got the story of David and then Absalom, and you hear a lot about the church talking about a spirit of Absalom or talking about Absalom and the betrayal and what happened there with his, with his son, but you don't ever hear the perspective of the fact that David was a really crappy father. You don't hear about that, which is why I want to encourage you fathers that, you know, we have an onus of responsibility to make sure my child, good Lord, my child, we're not going to do this, sweetheart. We're just not going to do it. You might need to take her out. Demonstrate good parenting, please, for the love of God. This is our moment, babe. Thank you. Love you, babe. I've been waiting my whole life to do that. I just want you to know that. This was my moment to shine. Fathering's a lot of fun. She was up at like 5 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, babe, dad's got to preach. She's like, I don't care. I could do nothing on my own. We need the Lord. John 10, verse 16, out of the Passion Translation, and I have other sheep that I will gather, which are not of this Jewish flock, and I, their shepherd, must lead them too. And they will follow me and listen to my voice, and I will join them all into one flock with one shepherd. Do you know there's people that have never heard the voice of the Lord before, that are not walking with the Lord, that have never met him before, but when you lead them to the Lord through the character of Jesus, they can hear the voice of the Lord just by an encounter with the character that you're demonstrating, which is God working through you. And it joins them into the body of Christ if they come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And I've had a lot of people ask me, can somebody who's not saved hear the voice of the Lord? Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely they can. I, you know, I know so many people that were brought to the Lord because they were like, hey, I, I don't know what happened, but I was, I was, you know, I was driving down the road. Maybe it happened through a worship song, and they're like, I felt something, and I don't know what it was, but I started to feel conviction about the way I was living. What was that you were hearing from the voice of the Lord? And they, they might not be saved yet, but yeah, you know, God is so kind. He's so wonderful, and he's not an exclusive God. He is an inclusive God. Which is why we as the church have got to become inclusive and not exclusive. I'm challenging everybody with communities that don't know the Lord, that don't have the lifestyle. We're going to welcome all people to this church and let the Holy Spirit do the work of convicting and make sure we're just rolling out the red carpet and the love of God, the red carpet representing the blood of Jesus that was shed for that person. I love this. Jesus said this. John 10, verse 27, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I love that. I know them. They hear my voice, and, and, and I know them. Those that, are, those that are actually listening to me, I know them. I'll speak to them. They're my sheep. 
as a father, I'm having all kinds of revelation of this with my child. Like, I love my baby. But, and I'm experiencing what many of you parents have experienced for years that like, man, I, I know you. I, I, my baby hasn't talked. I haven't heard words, but I know her. And, and she hears my voice. And it's amazing the fellowship that we have, even me not having heard her speak to me. It's amazing. My heart as a father, I want to just continue to say, I love you, baby. I say it every time I change your diaper. I love you. How many of us, the Lord is changing our diaper on the reg with things that we're doing. We're, we're dirty and everything that we come encountering into encounter with. And, and he's like, I love you anyway. He knows us and he loves us. And I'm so grateful for that. John 14 verses 26 to 27. I'm probably going to pause here today. But the helper, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. And then I love this in verse 27, peace. There's a lot of talk about peace in correlation with the voice of the Lord. Peace I leave with you. Peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let your hearts, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. There is such a peace, such an affirming thing that happens from pausing and hearing the voice of the Lord and experiencing his presence and encountering him. One more that I want to give you, because I love this from Romans 8, 14. For all who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. All who are led by the spirit of God are sons and daughters of God. I'll say it like that because it's gender neutral. I want to ask you this question today. Are you led by the voice of God on a daily basis or are you doing this in your own strength? We're not meant to do this alone. You were designed to hear Holy Spirit and follow his leading that you can do greater. That's the difference between your gifting can can take you this far, but then the anointing covers what you can't do in your own strength, which only comes from a touch of Holy Spirit. Only comes from that. And I wonder how many of us are striving in the natural and we're having a blockage from hearing the Lord and we're going to go into some solutions for that next week. And you're tired and you don't have to be tired because there's refreshing and strength that comes. They that wait, it says in Isaiah. They that listen and wait on the Lord, that's where your strength is renewed. Well, what are you saying? What what are you saying? Here's what I'm saying this morning. I want to encourage you, whenever your devotional time is, I I like to start my day in the presence of the Lord because I don't want to do this on my own without his help navigating what I know I can't do in my own strength. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. So I encourage everybody, whether you're a morning person or not, to start your day in the presence of the Lord. And I want to encourage every person in here this week, if you're not somebody who hears regularly from God, and even if you are, Lord, would you speak to me more clearly than ever before as I, as I pursue you, as I raise my expectations, would you show me the hidden things I've not seen? If you've not heard, heard his voice before, the hidden thing might be just that you're hearing his voice. If you've been saved for years, you've loved the Lord, you've known the Lord for years, you've had a deeper relationship with him, Lord, show me some things I've not seen because there's amazing creativity that's unlocked in the presence of the Lord.
amazing wonders and signs that, that he will he'll show you some things. Oftentimes, he'll show you what you can't do in your own strength. You go, that's amazing. There, you know, some of you are seeking God for some direction in your careers. Ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want to do with me that I can do only by tapping into your presence that there's something hidden you want to show me that'll blow my mind that you've been saving me for such a time as right now. It's amazing, but it only comes from hearing God. And next week, we're going to talk about more things that are blocking. And I want to encourage you this week as you spend time with the Lord, Lord, what is it potentially, where is the blockage? Where is the blockage? Where is the blockage from going deeper with you? Let's do this with every head bowed and every eye closed. Holy Spirit, on this Father's Day, Father, Abba, that means Father, would you show us the hidden things that don't need to be hidden anymore, but as a result of our pursuit, you unlock. Lord, we thank you. We ask you that your kingdom would come and that your will would be done. Lord, we thank you that it's not just another day when we wake up, but it's a unique day in your presence. We ask you to speak to us this week like never before, and that streams of refreshing as living water would come in Jesus' name. If you believe that, would you shout amen? amen. I really want to encourage you this week to just pause in the presence of the Lord and ask him, Holy Spirit, would you speak to me? I believe that you'll find amazing things happen for you in and through you. I believe that. Guys, have a great week. Have a great Father's Day. Enjoy lunch together and communing together as family. It was a good day today. We're going to come back next week. We're going to go even deeper with this. Good to have you guys here. Love y'all. If you enjoyed today's message, I want to encourage you to like it and share it on social media or jump onto our website, hopecovenant.cc, and click on our giving link and help us continue to share the message of Jesus across the world. God bless you and have an awesome week.